All right, everyone. Well, thank you for joining us to another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. We made it. 2023. Bro, you're late, bro. We had an episode on New Year's Day. Like, what's wrong with you? I no, no, no. But you still gotta. We still gotta. You know, it's still early in the New Year, so we still gotta say happy. When is it okay when? to yeah, stop saying? <laughs> when is it? When? When it? When should we stop saying Happy New Year's? When should we take down the Christmas decoration? I have my timeline. I want to hear yours. Okay, Happy New Year. I only say it like immediately after. So if it's the first time I've seen you, it's the Monday or Tuesday after New Year's. That's it. Like, I don't say it. Like, we're too far down the road to be saying Happy New Year. It's a weird holiday that doesn't necessarily need to be. And I don't do it. As for the Christmas tree, if I'm honest with you, I don't even want to put one up. Oh, I agree. So taking it down is just... So, yo, that's a question for a different day, man, I guess. Uh, New Year's, I give it at least till February, saying Happy New Year's. I give it until mm-hmm. February. When it comes to the Christmas tree... Whoa, 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 whoa. We need to discuss this. February? Till February. Bro, stop this. Man. Ron, with, with everyone being home, working from Just home, and not seeing people, you got to give it until February, right? We're still in January. Remember, New Year's is a January holiday, not a December okay, so holiday. Let me ask you this. So let me ask you this. Let's say, let me think of a holiday, Easter or Thanksgiving. If you haven't seen somebody for like a month, when you see them for the first time, are you like, happy Thanksgiving a month later? Like, why can't you just say Merry Christmas a month later, too, if you haven't seen anyone? That's just weird. New Year's is different, though. New Year's is... No, it's not, yo. It's a weird holiday. It's... But that's what I'm trying to say. It's a weird holiday, but it comes with those unique benefits, I'll say. That holiday really stretches. It's like, we know, right after Halloween... Or Remembrance Day, Mariah Carey is on all news stations throughout the mall. That's just how it is. You're tripping, man. So wait, you don't hear Mariah Carey right after Halloween? All I want for Christmas Uh, is you? Hey, man, I'm not listening like that. I know you're going to the mall. uh, I live close to the border, man. So remember, like, they have their Thanksgiving, too. So I, I honestly, the more like being here, I feel like we're more influenced by the States than we are by Toronto. It's weird. Like people actually do stuff more in the States than they do in Toronto out here when you actually talk to them. So let me ask you a quick question. When it comes to Black Friday, do you get those, do you get better sales than how it is in the GTA? Well, I, I'm not a Black Friday shopper everything we do for the most part is like online when it comes to black friday because they have deals here and there like i'm not going into no stores in any american state where people are shooting people up and (laughs) ransacking stuff i'm not dealing with that no way i remember that one year when uh, that lady got trampled at walmart you know how scary that could be being trampled on and dying bro I think about the parade all the time, the Raptors parade all the time, when I heard about the situation. When that many people are in an, a venue at the same time, nothing good happens when a group of people start rushing in one direction. If you're not one of those people, only bad things happen. But I, I truly want to experience uh Black Friday in the States. I actually really want to experience it. Just I want to see if it's really all about the uh discounts i don't know if you know about this mall it's halton region toronto premium outlet mall yeah i mean like what's wrong with you man i'm just checking i'm just checking like i only left like a few months ago (laughs) like why is this guy talking like oh wait have you heard of this mall um it's in halton region like what i'm just i'm just dotting my i's and crossing my t's i'm just double checking this man Stop this, man. People are going to believe this this nonsense that you're putting out there. Ah, oh, man. But, hey, just remember, you said it. 
where you are, you're really influenced by the state. So maybe you might have forgot your roots. What do you mean? Like, what are you talking about, man? I'm from Toronto. But, like, again, like, here I'm seeing stuff. Like, I see a lot of Michigan stuff. I see Detroit Red Wings stuff. I see stuff that is not what I'm used to. Yeah, obviously there's people out here that, you know, still support Toronto teams, but there's a lot more American stuff. Like, even me wearing my Green Bay hat, I'm in Detroit Lions territory. So people are like, when they see me wearing the Green Bay hat, people are like, boo, or they're saying stuff because they're Detroit Lions fans. It's weird. I didn't expect it to be like that. So now I can't always wear my Green Bay hat. But if they win this Sunday and they beat Detroit, I will be wearing my hat. You better believe that. All right. You, sh- you sure you want to? You- remember, you're going to Michigan. We we heard okay, Eminem say some no, no, stories. That, that's that's different, yo. Like I'm not gonna be there. Like come on, man. Like they're they haven't been to the playoffs in what like ten years. If they lose again to Green Bay, <laughs> it's gonna hurt those people. But anyways, oh sorry. And you never finished your point. Like when do you uh put up your Christmas tree? I'll oh, so up. Oh. I hey, I'm just like you. I don't like putting it up. Um, I feel like one, it wastes too much energy leaving that plugged in. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm that I'm that guy. I'm that guy. I think it's way too much energy. I believe I feel that people focus too much on decorations. They're focused too much on the wrong things. When Christmas is, you know, I again I'm I have a Christian background, so I believe in the birth and Jesus, right? But Christmas is also about spending time with your family and being able to eat good food and show other people your appreciation, right? There, there's also that component as well. But then when you get into the whole decoration and I need this, I need that, like we got a Christmas tree on and it's and it's dusted, right? So it has the little white, uh, the white. Material on it. Such a, yo, you know what? Like, I'm actually listening to you, and I'm even feeling like you're an Ebenezer Scrooge. Wait, What's going on here, man? Nah, nah, nah. Ron, I, I love... Ron, you didn't see my little Christmas dance I did? No, I didn't see. You got it? I, I, I didn't I post I it? I don't want any pictures with you in a onesie. I don't want any of that stuff anymore. That's a <laughs> super pause, man. Oh, oh, last year I did wear the onesie. That onesie comes mm. clutch. Bro, I do not ever want to see you wearing a onesie again. This year, I wore a hat with uh, elf ears. Pretty, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty sick. You know what? I, I actually wore a hat too, you know, I'm trying to be festive, you know? Yeah. I'm pretending. I'm pretending to be festive. Yeah, see, it's all, it's all good. It's all it's all in the, the love of the um the season, right? The, I, I love it. So, I love Christmas. But you don't like Christmas trees. I just think I just think it's kind of like a big waste of money. But but to to answer your question, I would like to take it down 2 weeks after Christmas. <laughs> okay. I'm going to do it this weekend. This I've weekend. Slacking, if I'm honest, yeah. No, it's it's going to it's going to stay. It's going to stay up there. You know what I should do when my girlfriend's sleeping? <laughs> do what she's sleeping. What what what's the purpose of that? Surprise, cause she likes she's really big into Christmas. Um, mm-hmm. she's the one that got me to wear the the onesie and the elf hat. Again, I'm not the Scrooge, right? I get asked everyone. I get I try. I get amazing gifts, but I feel like this is all unnecessary money I have to spend, and I, I'm not a big fan of that. I like to keep my money in my pocket. Yeah, I do know that for sure. What are you, why are you trying to make it seem... <laughs> why are you trying to make it seem like I, I'm one of those uh, those penny pincher people? Yeah, I told you, T-Rex <laughs> arms, bro. You always talk about money, man. Like, my goodness. Hey, my one of my role models, my TV, one of my favorite TV role models... Is everybody hates Chris's dad? 
<laughs> Yo, I'm surprised that they don't have uh, a show about how everyone hates him, too. Oh, man. Yo, that guy, he's smart, though. The way how he managed the money, the way how he he just kept himself in line, was able to... At the end of the day, he was providing for his family, right? His family was always first. I remember <laughs> there was a Halloween episode where uh, he... He got like the bootleg candy. <laughs> like if it was, I'm, I'm just giving an example, but if it was Snickers, it was like liquors, you know, <laughs> it was something bootleg like that. Ridiculous, man. Like, but. So would you make a lasagna in the dishwasher to save energy? No. Money in general? No, no, it's going to be so too that, wet. That, that's too, that's too crazy for you, right? That, that's way too crazy. I, I won't lie. I will try. I would want to try it, but not with my dishwasher. <laughs> Wouldn't you want to try it? Come on, stop this nonsense, man. I'm not eating food that comes out of a dishwasher. What are we talking about? At least you know it's clean and it's washed. <laughs> and it's soapy, too. No, no, no. You just don't put the soap in it. So then how are you supposed to clean your stuff? You're trying to conserve energy, so you're trying to clean your stuff and cook the food at the same time, right? So no, no. You're going to do it. You're going to have so to. you're just going to let your dishes run with water and that's it? No, I'm just talking about cooking the food alone. I would just cook the food alone. <laughs> you. That's you some... remember that video of that lady that did that? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, it... That's going to. Extreme Couponders, right? Was that the show? Okay. Was I only see the scene? I've only seen the scene, and I was just like, I could never live like that. That is absolute madness. Like mad. (laughs) It is. So hold on, let me ask you a quick question. Um, Bananas are paid by weight. Would you take the banana skin off so that it could be, (laughs) it could weigh less? Would you do that? Yeah, come on, Mike. I thought you were gonna say, would you just like rip off one of the bananas, you know, just to make the weight less? But like to take the skin off, that's yo. Honestly, man, if you're living life like that, you're doing something wrong. I'm telling you. But remember, the bananas in the bag, so it's it's safe, it's clean. I well, I'm gonna assume the bag is clean. It should be okay. I'm not. I want to do it, but Mike, man, you're you're concerning me because I'm thinking that you've contemplated this at one point. I have. I, I know you. I, I had. I had before. But you see, T Rex arms. Ah! <laughs> T Rex arms, man. You're making me. You're making me seem like that T Rex from Toy Story. <laughs> I'm not doing anything, man. You just keep on bringing up stuff that's like very questionable, and I'm just, I guess, allowing you to speak and you know dig yourself a bigger hole. Uh, so, would you? Okay, what would be your limit? I think my limit would be. You see how those people have, they'll spend maybe $500 and they'll have the big stack of coupons and then their price from 500 decreases all the way to $20, for instance. Do you think that's fair? I think that's fair. Like, okay, so as I've grown older, moved out, done grocery shopping with my wife and stuff like that, I have started to realize like the benefits of things like price matching and stuff whereas when i was younger i didn't really care too much about it right but now like when i'm in line and i see somebody that has like multiple flyers they're sitting there or they have the flip app and they just keep showing every single thing and i happen to be behind them that really bothers me like (laughs) having a stack of coupons like that like at least give me fair warning before I'm standing behind you to be like, hey, man, like, I have a whole heap of coupons. You know, just don't stand behind me. And that's it. Because some people do it at the register for price matching. But wait, why do they need to tell you? I don't think they need to tell. No, tell me if I'm behind you. Because I'm going to be waiting for like an hour behind you. Like, that's common courtesy, I would assume, no? It is? It's just like when you see somebody with one item behind you. And you have a whole stack of, like, you know, groceries. Like, let the person go ahead of you because you know it's not going to take too long for them to finish. 
But at the same time, it is the rule of the jungle, right? I'm here in line. Remember, I don't have to do it, right? I don't need to tell you, I, Ron, don't worry. If, if I was in your situation, I was behind that person, I would be upset too. But they technically, they're not obligated to tell me, right? I know they're not obligated to do it, but that's the courtesy part coming out when they're like, hey, um, I actually have this, I, I'm doing this. It may take a bit of time, you know, like, Maybe you want to go stand somewhere else because eventually I'm going to move. I like there was one time remember during COVID when they or the pandemic when they would like actually only let a certain amount of people stand in anywhere like in any store. They actually guided you to the checkout uh, registers. Yeah. 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 Like I was put behind somebody once and this person they actually like broke down their groceries where they had like a huge haul of stuff then they had a multiple set of like okay they have this for this flyer to price match and they have this for this flyer this for this flyer and then throughout the process they it's kind of like they realize oh this is all it costs then i see them running back into the store to go get more items to balance that out and, or to give them i guess more of a deal and i was just like what is this? So then I ended up just walking up to the person saying, can I just stand somewhere else? And they said, sure. You know, but then people were mad because it's like, oh man, like, why are you cutting the line? I'm like, no, I was here before you. I'm just asking something that you probably wouldn't have asked. You should ask, but you wouldn't have asked because you're, you're complaining about it. It's not a big deal, but like, that was a very annoying time. It, the, it took me like 20 minutes to be like, okay, this is ridiculous. Let me move. So is it a okay? Let me ask you another common courtesy uh, question. Um, I was in LA at the Lakers game halftime. We all know at sports events when we have those big breaks in between periods, halves, innings, whatever. Uh, that's when people tend to use the washroom. There's a little kid, not little kid, but a younger kid. I would say probably around ten years old wants to use the washroom. He's at the back of the line. Should people just automatically allow that kid to go to the front? I personally... No, that, that's no, no, but you remember, this is the one thing I'll say. You said the back of the line. The back of the line means that, like, a lot of people are going to have to allow them to go through. I don't think that you should do that. But if you as a person are looking at this kid and he looks like he's struggling to, you know, hold it in, maybe just allow him to go ahead of you. Like, what's the big deal? True, true. There's always my rules is females, old people, and kids. They they get priority. Everyone else, you're behind me. I could care less. And and I'll even take that back a little bit. If it's a female and she's my age, I might be a little bit I may rethink my decision, but for sure kids and older individuals, the elderly they, de they definitely get that priority. It just depends on the situation at the end of the day. Agreed. You know? Agreed. Now, now, Ron, so take this in. So, again, you know, it's New Year's. Happy New Year's to everyone. Yes, I said it again. Um, so, at, this, at, the, at my um, rec center that I jog at, there's these old ladies, Ron. I'm trying to be a better person this year. But, so... The track has three lanes. It has a walk-in lane, a passing lane, which is in the middle, and then it has a running lane. I'm in the running lane, and I'm making my laps around. There's these two older ladies. They're there. They're talking. And then um, they walked over to the running lane. And where they, they just stopped, and they're having a conversation right there. And they could have easily went over to – there's like a little break area. I want to say it's it's pretty big. It's like – Picture an NBA paint, it's maybe double the size of that. So they could have easily just stood right there and had a conversation. But they were in my way just standing on the track. You know how many times when I was doing my laps, I wanted to maybe, you know, brush them or just cough and just, you know, take a, just, just yell at them. But I just had to be really calm and cool. And these are the reasons why sometimes when it comes to these older individuals, I get like, very upset to the point where I don't want to give them those priority or you know they always say respect your elders 
I feel like it needs to be a two-way street too, where they need to respect they need to respect us, regardless of the age gap or age difference. Well, like respecting your elders to me is more so of a thing that you do when you truly know the person, or if you see the person struggling with something. Like I've had situations where, you know, when I was in high school, I was on a packed bus, and then. An older person just walks on and instead of just allowing the situation to play out where, you know, somebody gets up and then allows you to sit down, they'll scream like, um, like I'm an old lady and I can't find a seat on the bus or something along those lines where you're just <laughs> crazy. Like, yo, I was thinking about giving you this seat, but you just yelling and screaming. It, it just, it's not becoming in my opinion, you know what I mean? And to some degree, I think it's a lack of respect for us. You don't know how my leg is. You don't mm-hmm. know if I have an injury or whatever. So, like, why are you making it seem like I automatically have to give you the seat? You know what I mean? Like, those situations are different. But, like, if you know the person, you know, if there's somebody that has done things for you, you know, somebody in your family, someone that you respect, like, that's different. Like, you, I personally agree that you should show them respect. But for this walking lane and like when it comes to gym etiquette or fitness etiquette i feel like not everyone has it you know like the people that go there consistently you know they usually are the ones that have it it's people that aren't really there consistently or you know people that just don't seem to care about everyone else that just do it you know like in high school or not high school when i was in university or college you go to the gym and you see like six people working on the same machine and that's the only exercise they're doing like come on man like move around allow other people to use it like you know you obviously know the inside lanes for on a running track is for people that are running and then you have people just standing in the inside lane just blocking it up you know like what's that all about have respect for the people. And if you see everyone else doing something, like maybe there's a reason why they're doing something in these controlled environments, you should adjust. Man. Yeah. And you see, like, I don't want to, I'm scared to say something because I don't want to be that, oh my goodness, he's attacking me. You know, like, I don't, because like I'm well larger than these uh, ladies, right? And I don't want to, I'm just trying to figure out a way because this happened this it happened three times already not since the year started but since i've been attending uh that facility and it happened three times already and honestly i just kind of just jog around them but i want to just kind of tell them hey excuse me could you just move to the side i'm just always debating i just don't want to offend anyone right work there right no so remember when i worked at the city of brampton like in fitness you know that was my responsibility if i saw something i was supposed to be like hey um should you know not do this so i personally think you as a member or you know a community member using this gym you should tell somebody that works there about the situation and then have them address it you know like if you were doing something that they didn't like, I'm pretty sure that they would say something. You know what I mean? Or maybe it's just truly something where they don't have the etiquette. It's not like they're going to get punished for this. It's just going to kind of inform them. And then if they hear this from somebody that works there and they continue to do what they're doing, then you know truly it's malicious what they're doing. Or they just don't have, you know, the... They just don't feel like they should care about this. So then at that point, if you feel like saying something to them, that's fair, you know? True, true. Now, you you, you said uh, gym etiquette. Now, gym etiquette. So if there's a lineup for a machine, do you think someone, usually people, uh, what is it, three sets? Um, right? On typical? depends on the situation. Okay, so I think it's anywhere up, up to five. Some people even do more, you know. Five sets? Yeah. Wow. Okay. So <clears throat> let's use the most common machine that everyone fights for, the bench press. Right? I think it's a squat rack. You think it's a but squat rack? Anyway, really? N- yeah, I think so now. Everyone's trying to get them glutes up, eh? Yeah. Don't drop that. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Hey, everyone's trying to do that, eh? Everyone's Pause. trying to twerk pause man no i'm not doing it i'm just saying that's whatever man let me continue so 
we're gonna use the the bench press machine. If you're if you just completed your first set, and let's say you're uh, twelve reps, eight, ten to twelve reps, and let's say two people approach you, and they ask the question, "Hey, are you almost finished? Should you continue?" Let's say you only want to do three sets. Should you do the other two sets or should you just maybe do one more and that's it? Whoa, 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 whoa. What are you talking? Like, that's not gym etiquette. What is? Like me giving up. No. So, like, this is proper gym etiquette. So, I'll explain to you the way that I guess it is now, mm-hmm. especially through COVID and what it used to be. So, when I was at York, you know, going to the gym there, what would happen is that if I had a machine... Let's say I'm doing the bench press and then, you know, I'm benching 225. You can bench 225. If you came up to me and be like, hey, can I work in with you? You know, and then I'm oh, like, oh, yes. what reps are you doing? You could come and work in with me. So my breaks are your, your set times, okay? So then that's something you could do. Or a person will come up to you and be like, hey, how many more sets do you have? If you have two more sets like the scenario you posed, then they should be able to wait. They should just wait for you. If two people came up to you, then you could just be like, hey, um, that guy or that girl asked me before you. Like, so they're waiting to use this. So then just talk to them, you know, something like that, you know, like that. That's proper etiquette. But if I'm doing my first set, I have two more sets and somebody asked me how many more sets I have or, you know, um, what set are you on or whatever? Like, yo, I was here first. Let me finish my set. I'll give it up to you. If you ask me and say you want to use it after me, I'll make sure that when I'm done, I will go over to you. Um, One thing I've seen, and there was a fight that I actually broke up when I used to go to Good Life in Toronto before I moved. Um, There was a guy who was using a bench. He was basically using it and walking away. Just use it, walks away. Going away for like maybe 10 minutes at a time really yeah it was crazy so i was working out in one specific area and i saw this and then this guy asked me like hey is anyone using this because there was stuff all over the place weights around i'm like honestly i think there's somebody that is using it but he just keeps walking away for like long periods of time so then this guy starts working out and then this guy just comes back from whatever he's doing Starts screaming at him, telling him to get up. And it's just like, the guy's like, no. And then, basically, the guy wouldn't leave. Wow. So then, and, the, and they were both huge. Like, both, like, one was probably like 6'5", way taller than me. The other guy was super muscular. And they started screaming at each other. The big guy threw his weights around, and he gets in his face. And then I just jumped in. I'm like, yo, yo, yo relax i'm like you know i'm i'm working i'm like probably like three steps away from you and they're by the dumbbell rack and the way that this man threw his weights on the ground and got in his face i was like yo if they start fighting i'm gonna be caught in this so i jumped in to break it up and then i i I made a gym friend the six foot whatever guy just there's no etiquette man there's no etiquette it's just like Yo, you can't be moving like that. You can't hog a machine for like 10 years or you can't offload the weights or like not offload the weights. There's been situations where I've seen ladies that like they you could see them walking up to the machine or the squat rack or whatever. And then there's like 300 or three plates on each side there. And then you could just see like the woman is just like. I want to use it, but I'm going to have to take off all these plates. And it's not like like a super jacked lady. So then when I see that, I'll go over and be like, yo, let me help you or whatever. Aw, what a sweetheart. Like, proper. No, because like I, I worked at a gym. So like one of the things that's my biggest pet peeve is when people don't clean up after themselves. Oh, shit. So you would hate if me. If I'm honest, bro, you know, one thing that I used to do during my sets, like my breaks, I would actually clean up around me. Because I do not like it when it's messy around me. People get hurt. It's just, it doesn't look good. Yo, and at the end of the day, if you're going to the gym, you're disciplined. You shouldn't be lazy at the gym. Like, lazy is just, to me, it's just, it's a real annoying, that's a pet peeve of mine. 
That is a big pet peeve of mine. When people are lazy, they don't like to clean up after themselves. It's just nasty, man. Come on. So, okay, what if I'm bench pressing and I have a 45 plate on each side and I don't remove it and I leave it there? You're a punk. <laughs> Yo, clean up after yourself, man. If you if you go to like a McDonald's and you sit down here, if you're in the food court, that's different. You leave your tray. No, you leave your trailer there. It's the same thing. You're a no. punk because there are people that do that. Some people just leave their trays there because when I go to Yorkdale, I see that there's people walking around that clean up after you. So some people just leave their stuff around and then let those people pick it up. I'm telling you, from what I've seen, a lot of those people are the same people that when you go to the gym and they put, you know, 315 up on a rack, they leave it there. You know, if they're six foot five and they were squatting on a rack and it's at the top step, like they, they refuse to bring it down. Like, I know some of these things are just me nitpicking, but these are things that really inconvenience people that come to the gym. And in my opinion, most people should go to the gym. And if you're creating a barrier for them to use the gym, then you're part of the problem in there or you're impeding their progress in the gym. So people like that really annoy me so okay i will say this and i'm only talking about me per se i will because i used to work at a at a recycling place back in like long long time ago i respect those people so much and especially because at there was a little portion in time when i was doing when i was working maintenance i appreciate the people that clean up after other people, strangers. I respect them so much, so I always do my best. But when it comes to the gym, I'm going to be honest, Ron. I don't... Let me finish. Let me finish. I don't always put away my weights only if I'm not using a lot. So let's say I'm bench pressing. Lazy. You really think it's lazy? No, no, but I'll lazy. I'll I'll take those I take the disinfectant wipes and I'll I'll wipe down the chair. Lazy. Still lazy. Okay. Bro, I'm not going to lazy, you. man. No, I'm just saying, man, like you walked over, grabbed the weights and put them on, right? When you came there, was it on? If there was nothing there when you came there, why when you leave there, you're leaving something there? If you came there and it was a mess, you know, that doesn't give you a license to leave it a mess too. Because the person that left it a mess is a punk just like you for leaving it. <sighs> it's that simple, man. Come on, man. Like, again, when you go into the gym and you see like these small people, it's not only ladies that can't take some of the weights off. It's some guys too. You see them and you could just see when they walk up and they're just looking at it and they're just like, <sighs> that's the only available squat rack or bench press or whatever you know and then now it's just loaded with weight because somebody couldn't bother to clean up after themselves laziness Those what if people usually don't wipe up after themselves too sometimes not all the time but sometimes they do you know like it's just ridiculous and sometimes those are the people that do complain when you work at the gym. They complain about how you need to do this better, you need to do this better, or, you know, why can't you clean up after me? Why are we paying for you to be here? I'm like, bro, you're a member of the gym. You know, like, shut up. You're one of many people that are paying for my me to be here. Just stop <laughs> whining. Just clean up after yourself when I tell you to. Since, since we're on a topic of people being clean or, or messy or lazy at the gym... My pet peeve is when people are shaving in the sauna. I swear, Ron, I see guys with the shaver and they're shaving themselves. There was one time when I was working maintenance, I actually saw a guy shaving his, his lower part. It was disturbing. And I bet you that that guy did not take the plates off his bench press. <laughs> He was a scrawny guy, so I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe he bench pressed. Maybe he didn't. Who knows? But I'm, I'm telling you, man, the stuff you see in the gym or the stuff you hear, it's just, you know, ridiculous. I, like, I, and there was one time, what was it? LA Fitness. There was like some super jacked man that was one of the bosses there. And 
people at the LA Fitness on Airport Road when it first opened up, Airport Road in Beauvert, nobody cleaned up after themselves. No, still they still don't. All, all the etiquette that pisses me off, the lack of etiquette was completely like littered all over that gym. And this man, he's so big too, Mike. I was on the treadmill just rewarming up, and this guy just walked into the gym and started screaming, and everyone heard. He, like, shut down the gym. He basically said, "Who if people aren't cleaning up after themselves, you're going forward, your membership's going to be canceled. We have you on cameras. We have your cards and everything. We know who you are. Yo, I've never seen people go and clean up after themselves so quickly in my life. <laughs> The way he screams, <laughs> think about it, Mike. You, you, if you've been to that gym, it's not the biggest, but it's big enough that it's one big. man screaming should not be that loud. No, and, and it, it has two loud. floors, bro. It was loud. I heard him clear as day. I was like, God dang, like who is this guy? But we yep. called him shoulder pads, my friend and I. <laughs> the guy was pads. so jacked, like it looked like he was wearing a football. Like uh, the shoulder pads underneath his shirt, and <laughs> that he, was just his traps, bro. Did, did he have a neck crazy. or no neck? Yo, he was Jack. He had he was one of those guys that his neck is so big, like you're gonna need like four hands to wrap around it, man. It was crazy. Holy, that guy was a manimal man. I'm not trying to sound like a hater, but like, is it is it safe to be that Jack? Like, I know you can't bend as much, bro. That's up to them, man. Like. At the end of the day, man, that's up to them. If if they can live long living like that, that's you know, it's fine, man. I gotta I gotta see how well I gotta see how some of these guys are when they're when they're in their sixties and because for instance, um tattoos, right? Uh when I'm reffing, I, I was reffing in this uh Filipino league of uh, fifty plus, fifty five plus, and there's this one guy, I will never forget him. He has all this loose skin on his arms and short guy. And he has a full sleeve on his left arm of just tattoos. And it looks, mm-mm-mm. it doesn't look good. It looks like uh, uh, pancake batter, <laughs> you know? That's it- <laughs> not, not a good look, man. Like that's always an issue that, or something that I've always been concerned about when it comes to tattoos. Like I, I feel like if you remain fit like your whole life, it won't be that dramatic, you know, a shift or, you know, a, a, a downturn in how it looks. But if you do not, that's how it'll look like. People will be looking at you all nuts, man. Like, yo, what are you doing, man? Like, like maintain your arms, like make them look better. I don't know. But anyways, man. But, but over, over time, you, you do lose muscle, right? It's hard to maintain that. There's... No, I know, but if you're, like, small, you know, for the most part, like, I don't think it will be that big of a deal. But if you, you know, get bigger, get smaller, you know, like, like dramatically, usually that's when you start to see the dramatic, you know, looks to that. But anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh, I was on social media today. Did you see that uh, girl that said that she wants her engagement ring to be uh, 2,500K? Yeah, let's let can can we just in 2023, Mike? Let me just say this: Can we stop talking about relationships, engagements, marriages, how partners are supposed to be? I'm sick and tired of it. I'm gonna start flagging those posts as inappropriate. Like I'm sick and tired of why this stuff is just annoying the hell out of me. Each relationship is different. If you want that kind of ring, find a man or find a girl or find whoever that will get you a ring that costs that much and leave it out of my face. That's why I limit my social media time these days. It's ridiculous. And thank God I'm not seeing those posts. And then one of my friends put it in the group chat. Oh my God. I'm just like, can we stop this? Can we stop this? But I, I think it's I think it's necessary because it's not necessary because some people are capping, 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 capping. For sure. And nobody gives a damn if your ring is twenty five thousand. If you can find a partner that will get you a twenty five thousand dollar ring, okay, good for you. We don't give a damn. Stop telling us that this is what you need or if you can't do this and I can't be with you or you're broke or whatever or what you bring to the table. 
2023 let's cancel that stuff man i think it's necessary ron it's it's, it's not necessary man let me let me explain i think it's it allows us to see a different perspective there are a lot of times there are memes that i feel that i sent to my girlfriend i said see read the comments i feel that way too and there's times where she sends things to me and i'm like okay so you're not the only person that feels like that, okay? I can understand where you're coming from because she's able to explain it in a different way. Now she can explain it rather than just verbal communication. She can explain it visually as well. Why don't you just listen to your partner, man? Ron, at hey, sometimes things don't always get translated the best way. Yo, I, I, this is something. If you want to be in a certain position in life, you know, start taking advice from people that are in that position. It'll be a lot easier for you because a lot of the people that do post these things, I am sure based on the posts that they're posting, they're not in those positions that they're talking about. They're just saying what they think it should be. If you can find somebody that can get you a $25,000 ring, you wouldn't have to be on social media telling us that that's what you need. You would find it and you would just be happy and move on. The fact that you're trying to say that this is what you need, you know, at the end of the day, man, like, I'm pretty sure that the people you're looking for, they're not giving you that ring. <laughs> like, it's, it's that simple. And then you have to post about it on social media to gather people that are, you know, supporting you or, you know, people that are hating on you. And then after people pressure them or say that hey you're stupid what is the first thing they say i was just joking you can't make a joke on social media anymore like yo stop posting this stuff then okay i but i i stupid, man. i i just think we need to be able to separate conversations though that is true that's why you always got to look at the uh you know watch the full video not watch the clips Right. So I, I, I won't lie. I'm a victim of that, too. Sometimes I'll just watch that clip. But it's intriguing some the way how some people think and take things. But I'm, like, honestly, that's something that I've always tried to adopt. Most of the times when I rush to judgment on things, it's when I only see a clip, you know, because especially like with media press conferences and all that stuff, you know, like it's just when you just see the clip of them saying something so controversial, you're just like, what the hell? Like, why are they saying this? Like, what happened? Like, you need to see the full context. But like in these scenarios, when you're just posting something, you only have a certain amount of characters to post whatever you're posting. And usually people just, you know, they do it for, you know, the... The views, the just likes. Just to be, for the views, to be sensational, you know? Like, this is what this generation's all about. They like sensationalism, you know? Like, yellow journalism, as I say. They just say things so that people will click like, you know? Like, comments under their things. Like, some of these things, they're not even real, man. Like, like we just need to stop focusing on it. And, like, that, that, that is definitely something I'm trying to do in 2023. I've already started before. You know, as you know, I've already really stopped listening to like sports, like medias, like Undisputed and First Take, because I don't really think that they're saying anything of substance anymore. So I listen to people that I feel like I'm actually learning stuff from um, when it comes to sports. Like you got to limit your consumption of this stuff because it'll just make you go local. So wait, wait. Now, now that you brought in uh undisputed you don't think i okay i like undisputed more than other sport talk shows because they actually have a person yes shannon sharp didn't play in in the nba he didn't play in the nf he didn't play in the mlb he didn't play in the nhl but at the same time he's a hall of famer and he knows what it takes to be a pro so that's why i'll 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 listen and I'll watch the show. But Skip Bayless, he's on the next one. Okay, so the guy sitting beside him, he's been disrespecting him for how many years now? Yes. This man is on one, man. Like, I'm sick and tired of hearing this guy talk about Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, and whatever else. LeBron. Talk about something that matters. No, and he's only, he's lauding Tom Brady and Michael Jordan, hating on LeBron, 
Aaron Rodgers, anyone that's not those guys, even hating on his partner Skip or Shannon, it's just like, what's the point of listening to this? Because he's not saying anything he hasn't said when I first started listening to him back in like 2008. He's still saying the same things that he's been saying since then. Like, it's it's stupid. He's not, I'm not learning anything from him. And even like Shannon, like I did feel like I was learning stuff from him back in the day. But now they've just become like, you know, one guy yelling for this player and the other guy yelling against this player, you know. And then whenever Skip is the one that's for the player and Shannon's talking against him, then Skip resorts to low blows, starts cutting him off, you know, starts dissing him. It's just like, bro, this guy's a Hall of Famer. You know, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback. You know, that's an argument that, you know, people like to put out there. You know, at the end of the day, Shannon Sharp, he was not the greatest tight end of all time, but he's one of the greatest tight ends of all time if he's in the Hall of Fame. So why is it that he's always disrespecting him, always talking shit, man? Like, it's just, to me, it's just really stupid. And I can't. Like, I'm not going to listen to this stuff because, again, it's all about, like, social media stuff, you know? Like, all the clips, that's what they love. And I'm tired of seeing these clips where I'm not learning anything and I'm just hearing the same thing for, like, the last 10 years, man. It's ridiculous. So, Shannon what Shannon ha- takes that same approach when he watches a football game and he puts the game on mute. So, he doesn't hear the commentators. He doesn't hear their opinions. And the things that... You and I, I'm going to, well, you watch, you watch all the sports, but when it comes to basketball, I have been doing it for a bit. I have turned it on, especially when it's a close game or if there's like a challenge or some type of controversial call, controversial call, but it's actually intriguing just having the TV on mute and watching a game because you develop your own opinion. You see the game. You're calling out the plays. It's it's a very interesting thing to do. You should try. Ha, have you done it? And if you haven't. I've done it before, but like that's usually when I'm watching sports on my own. So like I do that, especially and that's another time I listen to music. Like if all I need to do is see the sport. I'll just listen to music, sometimes listen to podcasts. Like, I don't need to hear what the commentators are saying or commentary is saying because I've watched a lot of the sports I'm watching my whole life. I've researched on them. Like, I have a decent enough understanding to, you know, understand what I'm seeing. I don't need to hear these guys tell me whatever it is that they're seeing or what they think is happening or whatever. And to be honest, I don't really care. So I just watch the sports, enjoy it, and then I leave it at that. Now, the player that got injured, uh, I for, his name just DeMar slipped my Hamlin. mind. Yeah, so all the best to him. Hope, yeah, hopefully, that was messed up. Yeah. Now, I was having a conversation with my friends about this, and I personally feel that because of these injuries in football, it will be the downfall of the sport. I, I Okay, so like with football, it's such a big sport. I don't necessarily think it'll be the downfall. Remember, this happened in Euro 2020. That happened in 2021 too, where one of the players just had cardiac arrest too and he fainted on the field. Like it's seeming to start, it's starting to happen a little bit more um, than I've ever seen in like my whole life of watching sports um with football the thing that i feel like they have to start to you know do a better job of adjusting to is they need to start looking at the athletes like a little bit more than just you know pawns on a chessboard because essentially what happened i was watching that game when that happened what like it seemed like the nfl or at least the commentary, they were they kept saying that the players are going to have five minutes off, you know, and then they are going to return to the game after they took him off the field. Like in a situation like that, like the man, to their knowledge, died on the field. You know, they're not sure if he's alive or whatever. And the NFL's sole focus is on continuing the game and playing the game out. You know, these players basically watch your teammate die on the field in their minds at that time. 
and you want them to just be able to play a sport which is solely based on emotion, you know, and you can get hurt and injured on any single play after seeing that, the lack of insensitivity that I'm seeing with them, we know it's always been there, but this is just, this is that will kill them a lot quicker because, you know, when parents are seeing this, like, they're going to be like, man, like, why would I want to put my son in this sport if, you know, he's basically going to be treated like a piece of meat if he gets hurt, you know, like, that's what I think because I played football and I think that some of the things that I learned from football were pretty good. But me, if I have kids, do I ever want them to play football? No, because I don't want their head getting bashed and I don't want coaches telling them that they have to tackle people with their heads, like stuff like that. Like if if the if my kid has knock on wood, like cardiac arrest or something like that on the field, these guys are just like, yeah, let's just continue the game after we get them off to the hospital, like, come on, man, like, there's no compassion there. That will kill them really quick if they don't start figuring this crap out. I I agree. I think, I think participation will, I think participation will be the first thing that will, that will take a hit in the near future. Not right now, but in the near future. I feel that the, everyone, I, players feeling like they're pawns, I think that'll never change. Because everyone wants an opportunity, right? And it's always, what's the mentality? Next man up. Next man up, right? We, I remember when, I'm going to switch to basketball just for quickly. But when Kobe was retiring or getting close to retirement, I was, hey, what's going to happen with the league? Is the league still going to be fine? And the league is still going. Numbers are still increasing. So there always will be a replacement. I know People probably are going to say that about Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, right? I know people said that about T.O. back in the day and and Montana, but the league is still progressing and still growing. So players feeling like a pawn, that will never change. But I remember, um, again, I'm going to switch back to basketball quickly, but Gordon Hayward, who plays on the Charlotte Charlotte Hornets right now, he was the team reported a certain injury and his wife came out and tweeted and said that the team uh the team's quote was insensitive they're downplaying his injury he's really injured and i feel like that will happen where there will be a wave of you know significant others family members that will penalize and start pointing the finger and applying pressure on the nfl but the thing with the NFL right now is that they don't have guaranteed contracts. So even think about this right now. So DeMar Hamlin, he has this situation happen to him. The team could basically cut him if they wanted to. That's, that's and he doesn't up. get paid. But that's how the sport is. Like the whole next man up mentality. As long as you have people that are willing to play, the sport will still be alive. I just feel like one of the things that make people like the NFL is that you know, people that are supreme athletes are choosing to play this sport. Um, if we think about it, look at a sport like baseball. You know, there used to be a whole heap of black people that played baseball in the MLB when I was growing up. And now that there's far less of them because they're going to other sports, whether it be football or basketball, you know, to play because they know that there's way more money that comes in those sports a lot quicker. You know, if these people start to see this stuff, you know, a lot of these parents see, you know what, my kid could probably play basketball or say even a sport like baseball again, or even hockey, like they could still make decent money if they play these sports. Maybe I'll put my kid in that sport versus football. That's what I think is slowly going to start to happen. And then the level of competition that we see in the NFL may diminish. So if these guys don't get their act together, these things, we don't see them quickly. We see them in generations. And I feel like in the next 20 to 40 years, the sport will die if these guys don't come correct soon, man. Because I I know that a lot of these people come from the southern states, you know, but at some point, these people are going to start to wake up and be like, maybe not this sport. At some point, maybe if they're quarterbacks, because those are the only players that they ever seem to protect or care about. And those kickers, too. I, I don't know why. Everyone else, they don't seem to care about them. It's ridiculous. Yeah, why is that? Why do the kickers get so much love? You touch a kicker, you touch a kicker, and what happens, man? Penalty. 
it's just like man come on man like every single play every running backs linebackers linemen you know safeties these guys are getting blown up every single play and those guys you touch them in the wrong way and look what happens it's just ridiculous man that is something that i cannot get over man when i used to play football at york seeing the kickers on the side field just kicking all day and then i had to go up against a guy that was like what 300 pounds had to throw him down and do all that crap and then this guy will come and talk shit to us i'm just like bro wait what? wait a kicker yo the thing about them is like remember some of these guys are soccer players so you yeah. you know that the way that they move is a bit different and some of these guys actually they step up to you and say some things man and you're just like wow this guy cannot be serious right now <laughs> but he's important enough because having a kicker if you don't have a kicker you're in trouble but think about it man that guy that if you touch him in the wrong way it's like a big time penalty is talking shit to somebody that's actually like getting into a fight every second that they touch a football field and then on top of that you know, they can get paid a decent coin. And then someone like DeMar Hamlin, he's like a young player. He may not be getting paid that much. Like, it's just sickening to me, man. It's something that I can't, I can't stand about football. They have, they, well, the, I'm assuming the player union would protect him. But the contracts are not guaranteed. The only thing that would protect him in this situation is how insensitive it would come across. Because, again, if you cut him right now, that would look mad suspect. Oh, oh, the whole the, the, that organization is getting canceled. <laughs> so they doing it. So that's the only thing in my opinion that could, you know, make it a little bit smooth. And if he can make a full recovery in a decent amount of time, you know, like and eventually because we saw it with Christian Eriksen in soccer He's playing right now, you know, like if he's capable of playing again, then that's another opportunity that allows for him to, you know, continue to get paid. But the NFL is a savage league, man. And I wouldn't be surprised if if not this year, maybe in a year or two, they cut him, you know, something like that. Or maybe in the like there's could be some sort of insurance policy that, you know, would allow them to continue paying him. But it doesn't go against the salary cap or if they do cut him. But like. This sport is just savage, and I'm. First of all, I'm praying that he makes a full recovery. He's able mm-hmm. to get back to a normal life, and hopefully, they do the right thing and ensure that his contract is paid to its entirety. Man, like, come on. Well, they always said the NFL is only about the shield, right? So, yo, they need to like it. That's the thing that has made it like the one of the biggest sports in North America, but. Again, at a certain point, people are going to start waking up and they're going to start to realize that maybe this is not the way that I want my kid to go. Well, for sure, for sure, I ain't letting my kid play football. I could care. You know what? If they're playing football, they're going to be a kicker. (laughs) Oh, my God, man. They are football players, but, like, I, I couldn't understand it when at least the kicker that I that was on our team at York. The way that this guy would talk so spicy, it just did not make any sense to me. Was he a good football? Was he a good soccer player, though? <laughs> Whatever, man. Who cares? Oh, he was. Oh. On, yeah. True, true. Um, that's that's it on my side. What about for you, Ron? Um, yeah. I think I'm good. Um, I, just one thing. I was listening to Sir, S-I-R, the artist. You should listen to him, you know. A lot of Sir. his music is pretty good, man. Okay. Well, is he, what does he? Just listen to him, man. I want, I want you to listen to him and give me a review. Sir. Yeah, sir. All right. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to look at it. Oh, yo, Ron, did you hear about the, how the Joker? In the most recent DC comic book, uh, I I don't have anything to say about this. I'm I'm not. I'm just. I was actually shocked that you know. I don't know what's going on. Like I I I honestly like I I don't know what's going on. 
a lot of people a lot of people say that they feel like it's you know this is being force fed um but i guess this is the world that we live in now but the joker like my whole thing is what does that do for the comic book right we know that the joker is a villain so the joker being pregnant how does that play into the storyline of the joker fighting batman that's my only that's the question that i would ask the the writers right like how does this pertain to the story is this person going to be in the you know in the coming future being the evil joker is, is that the goal i don't know um but what does it have to do with the story that's the only question i would ask i don't know what to say anymore like it to me i, I like I, I i heard it and i was just confused like like how does this help or hurt or do anything for the storyline like pregnant people should not be fighting exactly in my opinion. so then like what what basis does this have in the story like it, there has to be a reason to this and obviously i haven't really read a comic since i read the watchman so i don't plan on reading this comic but like just seeing this to me there has to be something more to this than just he's pregnant or he like the joker's transgender and pregnant like so i i'm just i don't want to miss pronoun I, I don't know what's going on this is just confusing to me does this mean that a joker goes on mat leave <laughs> do you have anything else you'd like to talk about today mike no i'm good i'm good man i'm good well, everyone, thank you for tuning into another episode of Knowledge and Nonsense. It's episode uh, 90. You never said it, I don't think. Ep- say it again? You never said the episode. It's episode 90. I episode think. 90. Ooh, 90, eh? Any, 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 any big, big uh, numbers? Any... Julius Peppers, man. My favorite football player. He was number 90? Yes, when he was on Carolina. Mm. I believe he was also 90 on the Chicago Bears. Oh, Green sorry. Bay. I think he may have been, but I'm not sure. Can't when remember you, now. When you said 90s, I mean, sorry, when you said football, I was thinking soccer player, but sorry. So, come on, Julius Peppers, man. Come on. Nah, Google man. Him. It's all about it's all about the uh the TOs, the McNabs, you know. They're the 80s. We we were long past the 80s. I, I'm Focus still stuck. My boys. I'm still stuck every in that era. Gonna name, every day I'm going to name a defensive line, uh, player that wears that number. Number in 90? I'm going to name one. Can I ask you a quick question? Why is it the number so positional? They've changed it now. They changed it now? Yeah, so you can be like any number for the most part. Certain positions can't. I think it's the old lineman that can't really, but um, for the most part, everyone can wear any position or any Jeez. number now. Yo, th- honestly, the next time the uh, I know we're going, we're touching football really quick, but the next time they have their collective bargaining agreement, I expect the NFL players to take a page out of the NBA players' books. It ain't happening, man. They need to. They need. A, they need. A, they need to. They're going to be on strike for a long time, sir, if they ever try to pull that stuff. I, th- I think they'll have support of the fans. Doesn't matter, man. They will. They'll get replacement players. You said it yourself. If you knew that you could be in the NFL, I'm telling you, a lot of people will take that position. Look at how many leagues there are. There's a CFL. There's the XFL. You know, there's arena football. There's another, I think the USFL or something like that. There's a lingerie league. Okay, well, the lingerie players, I'm pretty sure, are not going to be playing in the NFL. No, they won't, but it's another football league. Yeah, but I'm just saying that they would look to those people and be like, yeah, we'll just bring them here and let them play. We're okay with it. And then the players, you know, they eventually will cave. I think the NFL is willing to do that, man. I don't think they really care about their reputation too much because everything they do is 
they it seems like a lot of times they deal with everything the wrong way. Yeah. Well, we will see. We will see. But everyone, thank you for listening and tuning in. Make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe. And until next time, you guys enjoy. Stay safe. Happy New Year. And take care. One love. Have a good weekend. <laughs> One love. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>